It is Monday, the final Monday of March. And like always, the year is flying by. Last Friday, I mentioned that Centerpoint was going to be adding another fee to our electric bills. So I wanted to learn more about what exactly is happening with all of these pesky fees. One group is stepping up and protecting Texans when it comes to companies adding fees. Elise Yates of the Texas Consumer Association joins me today to break down what we can do as Houstonians to fight back. It's Monday, March 27th. I'm Raheel Ramsnali, and here's what Houston is talking about today. Elise, thank you so much for joining us here on CityCast Houston. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. Thank you for having me. All right. So first and foremost, let's talk about the Texas Consumer Association. What exactly does the TCA do? So TCA was founded in 1988 and has consistently lobbied and advocated on issues that have a pocketbook impact on Texans. Everything from insurance to um, energy to transportation, to healthcare, anything that has a public policy aspect that ends up in our in our budgets and people like us as daily budgets. That's really cool. So you're fighting for Texans, which I love. Exactly. How long have you been with TCA? So I uh, started right out of college in 1990. I went to work for TCA, working actually on insurance issues, and have worked with them periodically ever since. That's awesome. So are there any big wins that you can talk about where we've actually, like, because of TCA, the consumer in Texas is like, yes, I, you know, it made a difference and I'm I'm paying less. Are there any big wins? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I mean, we've been involved in uh, stuff like this, where energy costs, lobbying and talking to the public and bringing real humans to the table about it. And uh, um, the Texas energy market was redesigned in 2000. And we ended up with uh, an open market and it let things like wind energy and solar energy become part of our mix. And those are now really cheap options. So that has driven down significantly the cost of energy in the state of Texas. That's really good to hear. So our CityCast Houston listeners uh, heard me on the Friday News Roundup bring this story up. And it's One of those things that I look at a lot, like I want to see what fees are added on my bills, whether it be from electric, insurance, homeowner's insurance, car, all that stuff, right? Hospital bills, everything that you mentioned, right? I love looking at what exactly am I paying for? And I saw the story that Centerpoint is now going to be passing on a little little extra fee. And it's only a dollar a month, uh, but it's to lease... Uh, mobile generators, and it's going to cost about $200 million. By the way, Centerpoint could possibly afford that on their own. I mean, they make so much money. But break this down for me. What exactly is happening here? So what happened here, and it's a very strange deal. I'll get into that in a second. But what happened here was after Yuri, when we had the freeze that was so devastating to the economy, to towns and cities, and most directly to people, um, people died, people were injured, etc. Um, the legislature uh, allowed for 
TDUs, which is what Centerpoint is. And that means that they are in charge of the wires and the poles. So they are how the energy gets from the power plant or the solar farm or wherever to your house. They allowed them to invest in mobile generation. I do not believe that they meant for it to be as big an investment as Centerpoint has made. And the deal with Centerpoint has been controversial. The $200 million worth of mobile generation in the timeline that they say they're going to need it is a huge amount. Um, Encore, which is a, their counterpart in North Texas, is a much bigger utility, but leased way less, way, way less mobile generation. The deal was also done, the RFP was done in three days. So, um, you know, one of the things that we pay a lot of attention to at TCA is, is the consumer at the table? Is anybody paying attention to what's going to happen to exactly what you said, this dollar that shows up on your bill? Because it's one thing if it's $1, but it's another thing if it's $5 here and $3 there and $10 here, which is what's happening. Um, Ever since URI, we've just started seeing stacked fees for securitization for this mobile generation and, and to the point where the money is really stacking up for regular people. That was the moment, right, uh, with Yuri, that yep. all the fees started adding up. And I understand, like, look, th- there's a there's a rising cost associated with natural resources. Everything has gotten more expensive, and you just expect to pay more. But when I started digging into my bill, I'm like, whoa, this is nuts. Like, your base rate could be 7.9, 8.9, exactly. and all of a sudden you're paying 14.9, 15. You know, it's it's crazy. How much longer are we going to see these fees hacked on because of Winter Storm Yuri? Well, I think that's part of what the fight is exactly um, with the hearings that that went on last week. And w- w- things won't be settled by now, but their argument is happening. So in addition to things like the mobile generation, which is a lot of money and was approved in a very very haphazard way. Again, very, very haphazard way. And there were no hearings. There was very little input. There's been a lot of questions. The PUC's input originally was that it shouldn't be allowed. And then they came back and, and reversed themselves, basically, and allowed it. But the legislation that's coming out of the Senate right now has pieces of it that just continue to drive the cost higher and higher to the point where there isn't a profile yet of how much what they are proposing would cost because it only came out about a week ago. So the analysis hasn't been done. What everybody agrees on is that it's going to be extremely expensive. And um, I think you made the point that we, as people in Texas, understand that you have to pay for reliability and you want reliability as well as the least expensive energy costs you can get. You want both of those things. I don't think the people of Texas are opposed to paying some additional fees in order to ensure reliability. I think what has happened is that it's just gotten out of hand. 
that it, there's just there's so many and 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 as you pointed out they're stacking up on each other so what started out as a three dollar fee when you then add another five dollar fee for securitization which was the cost of what yuri cost that was extremely high for the energy companies that they then securitized that debt through bonds, which we're paying for. And then another fee for the gas securitization, which is separate than the energy securitization. Like you just start to, and there isn't a comprehensive conversation going on about that. So the TCA is here fighting for us and I hear all these fees and, you know, when I talk to everybody, it's like, okay, well, what can you do? Right. Like it's just you just pay it. You move on. Some people don't even look. I would say most people don't even look at their bills and they just have it on auto pay, which is fine. How do we fight back? Like, what can we do? How do we get our voice heard to make some changes um, uh, for our bills? Well, here is some good news, which is while registering comments with your legislator uh, and with Centerpoint, most of your are are. I would assume, I I realize you're a podcast, but uh, most of your listenership is likely in the center point territory, is registering it with them. They want to know that they will pay attention. They know that end customers are mad, as will your legislators and the PUC. Um, They're all supposed to listen to us. So registering that is really important. Using your voice as a um, person who lives in Texas is really important. So I know Yuri impacted us a lot in the city of Houston, and we're paying for that. Has uh, has Encore passed a lot of fees down to all the people up in Dallas and North Texas? Do you know that? Like, are they going through this, a similar situation as well, or is this isolated to Centerpoint? There are things that Centerpoint is doing that, like the mobile generation that seems outsized to us compared to their counterparts. But the layering on of fees is happening everywhere. Um, I would also mention that Centerpoint's CEO is the highest paid among the other companies like his uh, to the tune of almost three three times as much as other companies like him. I'll, I'll shoot along that info to you. But then we've got what's going on at the state level, and that would affect everyone, including Centerpoint customers. So it's happening everywhere, but Centerpoint has some specific things that it is spending a lot of money on that then get wrapped up into your rates. And um, I would also point out that Centerpoint, as a regulated monopoly, has a guaranteed rate of return meaning that for the things that get approved, they automatically make a profit on it. On some things they don't, like in a PUC hearing last week, um, Commissioner Gottfelty on this issue of whether this $200 million should be approved for Centerpoint to buy this mobile generation, pointed out that adding $200 million to the rate base, which they then make a profit on, um, got approved very, very fast, but 200000 for trimming trees to make sure that you don't have the lines go down because a tree goes down, 
that that 200,000 does not get approved and they only get to recoup their cost on that. They don't make a rate of return. Finally, before I let you go, we've hit on this, but as you've mentioned, TCA is fighting for Texans when it comes to all sorts of bills. Uh, What are some other fees in bills that we should be looking out for as Texas consumers? So, um, you know, another thing that we're working on is uh, the cost of prescription drugs and making that more manageable. You know, it's another one of those things that it's complicated and there's insurance companies and there's the fees that come from the pharmacy benefit managers, which most people don't even know exist, but they turns out they have a huge position of power, either for good or for more cost, depending on how they do it. But that's another one. You can find that on our website as well. Um, That's a a sneaky spot uh, where things like that show up. So many different things to watch out for. So many fees tacked on. Everything is getting more expensive. So I'm glad to see that uh, we have a little fight left in us where we can fight back and hopefully get some of those fees taken off. Uh, Is there anything else that you want to mention when it comes to TCA or uh, what we should be watching out for as consumers? I think that watching out for places where these big decisions are getting made and they are literally not talking to the public, where it's businesses and it's um, regulated industry, but they're not, there is no spot for um, Texas consumers that that that's not one of those places. And that's one of the things where we try to look for that and then show up. Perfect. Thank you so much, Elise. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you to Elise Yates, consultant at the Texas Consumer Association. You can learn more about their efforts at txconsumer.org. All right, let's start Monday with some good news. A 90-year-old has become a first-time dad in the city of Houston. Okay, I'm totally clickbaiting here because the 90-year-old is Mr. Pickles, the tortoise, who is the oldest animal at the Houston Zoo. The first-time dad welcomed three babies last week with Mrs. Pickles, and yes, that is her real name. All right, that will do it for today. We're back tomorrow for Food Tuesday with Abaz Danani, the owner of Burger Bodega and at Houston Eats on Instagram. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new today. I'm sure Mr. Pickles is thrilled for his kids to move out when he's 108 years old. Man.